2: Greetings and salutations, my yes. fine metal friends. Welcome to another edition of the Metal Sucks Podcast. How are you doing? I'm Chuck. And I am Godless. And this is your yes. weekly are examination we all? of all things metal. The Metal Sucks Podcast. Wee. Man, this a special episode this week. Uh, it is going to be the best of 2016. Super. I mean, like, hands down. I don't care what list you've read, who you've talked to, what what magazine you subscribe to or whatever. This is where you're going to get the best metal of the entire year of 2016. We're going to tell you exactly what it is, Um, and, and there's going to be no other. It'll be fabulous. So, I've uh, made no more lists of like
3: super mega underground hipster, too many vowels, not enough consonants,
2: <laughs> a lot of apostrophes. Freaking, and oh, <laughs> oh my god, oh, shit, man, there have been some crazy lists out there so far, dude. And I'm like, what the hell? I mean, I know, I, I feel like I know, I'm kind of one of those guys that is in the know of the stuff that kind of comes and goes. And I listen to a lot of music, I mean, a lot of it. And even some of the lists I saw, I'm like, I've never even heard of that fucking band. I, I I don't know. It's complete bullshit. Oh ah, well, bullshit. you know you gotta be you gotta be cool. Hey, uh, make sure that you're following us on social media and all that good stuff. If you want to find me, I'm at Bearded Ape. I am at Godless Speaks. Godless Speaks on Facebook and Spotify. You can find us at Chuck and Godless on the old Instagram as well as on Patreon.com. If you go to uh, ChuckandGodless.com, that'll take you right there. And you can check out all the cool stuff that we got there for you as well. We've got a huge announcement in the show that we are, uh, that we are going to give you. I mean, like probably the biggest of the history of this show uh, that's coming up here. And we're also got something very special that we've never done in the in the best of 2016. Because Godless and I, which we have agreed before on several of the bands that are in our top ten, but this is the first time that we well, not the first time we've agreed on the number one, but this is the first time we've agreed on the number one so far in advance that We were able to interview the band that is the number one band for both of our lists. That's kind of cool.
3: And, and the fact that this is like a, if you had asked either one of us on January 1st, what do you think about this album? Is this going to be number one? We'd have been like, never heard of it. Don't know what you're talking about. Go away.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I could agree with that. And then I fell in love with it. Oh, yeah. It's going it, to, it's a special record. It really is. And we're going to talk to the mastermind behind it and, uh, and get into it. And of course, you know, uh, examine our top tens. I, I put together like a top 25 uh, that, that I have here because I felt bad by not including some of the stuff in my top 10. You know, it's one of those like, I'm like, God damn it. What about this? But what about that? I got I gotta list it listed somewhere. So I, I got all the way up to 25 and I felt pretty comfortable with everything that was on it. But we're going to go through our top tens uh, play probably our favorite songs, which may not coincide with our favorite records of the year. So that's going to be uh, something you're going to get, getting a little extra music. But we tease a little bit that we had some kind of big announcement that was coming up, and we w- want to go ahead and lay it all out here, like at the front end of the show, because we, you know, we, we want to tease, but don't tease that much, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> the The Metal Sucks podcast in this iteration in 2016 is uh, is, is going to be coming to a close. Godless and I are going to be moving on, but. The Metal Sucks podcast will continue, and we invited none other than senior editor, the man in charge vince Neilstein, on to reassure you that everything is going to be okay
4: actually i think the world might explode i don't know or maybe you know maybe we're going to be we're going to be uh, carted off by aliens you know like twilight zone style i don't know <laughs> trump, trump
2: got elected man and the whole world goes to shit so you know that's that's what happened to us you know it had to-
4: <laughs> jesus christ you know i mean he's coming for the jews the muslims the uh, black people the gays the podcasters
2: <laughs> it just never ends. <laughs> we felt like it was important to have you on, and we wanted to talk, talk to you a little bit about it, and say thank you for letting us do this podcast for as long as we have. It's been, uh, you know, a good run, and you know, it's just it seemed like a good uh, the kind of the perfect timing at the end of the end of the year, uh, coming into twenty seventeen. You know, looking at us like as far as we are you know, trying to make a change and all that stuff but really we appreciate you know you letting us do this and talk about metal sucks stuff and beyond beyond the website for as long as you have man it's been nothing yeah. but awesome
4: yeah it's been awesome for us too uh developing it together with you guys uh you know I don't know if there's any people listening to this now that listen to episode 1 or you know really the first Five episodes, uh, you know, before before we switched up the format a little bit. Um, But, you know, it's been a blast uh, developing it with you guys, watching it grow, listening to it every week, Um, you know, agreeing with you, disagreeing with you, (laughs) disagreeing Uh, with us,
2: disagreeing with us again.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny. It's like, you know, you guys kind of like take your your viewpoints in each episode of whatever it is you're talking about. But then sometimes you kind of switch. Like it's almost Mm -hmm. like – it's almost like – Whenever somebody makes a point, the other person disagrees with it, no matter what it is. So it's <laughs> kind of like the 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 like the the back and forth is
2: is always entertaining. That's pretty much um, godless in everyday life. So you know, it's,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was it, Doc Coyle on Twitter was like, "What the hell are you debating this with me for, dude? This is like, why are you doing this? Because this is like obvious. My opinion is good. Why would you take the opposite? I'm, like, well, I'm just having some fun on Twitter. What the. fuck?
4: <laughs> That's what the internet is for, I guess. Exactly, right? Uh, I mean, shit. Oh, we have made an internet. We've made, we've made a living of that for ten years. So you
3: know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say that like three was it three and a half years ago, Chuck? Mm, Something some like then, that. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. So uh, you know, Chuck and I had been doing our 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 visions from the parks uh, from the dark side Parkside. podcast, and yeah, and just doing our thing, and uh, and I was like, Chuck, we gotta get a website that'll you know put us up. And then a year before that or whatnot, we had been put on a website, and they quickly dumped us because they into the show and we're like this is no way and so then i was like you know who's got a kind of like the kind of attitude that we got is that metal sucks site they kind of got it going on chuck's like yo i don't know i've talked to those guys and i don't know if they want us or not we'll have to see and and then what then you guys rolled out the contest of like who you know everybody submit whether you want to be the metal sucks podcast and i remember turning chuck and going do we have to do this? Come on.
2: <laughs> Can't you call somebody? Don't you know somebody?
3: Oh, I don't like auditioning. Come on. But fortunately you guys had the good taste and uh uh whatnot to say, okay, yeah, we, you know, these 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 assholes we can deal with. And you couldn't and see the, the future,
2: uh, you didn't know how bad it was gonna be, so you know, it's all yes. good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like oh so damn, we screwed up. Uh, um, well.
4: You know, it was but for funny, us like those, sorry, go ahead.
3: I was just going to say, for us as fans of the Metal Sucks site, before we started doing this, you know, proud, uh, you know, part uh, members of the team for the last three plus years and uh, almost four, and you know, we'll continue to be fans of the site. Totally, and, you know, of course we're going to be, you know, uh, going over all of your articles looking for fodder for future content, <laughs> just like we have, you know.
4: <laughs> hey, that's fine with me. Keep it, keep it up. I mean, I'm sure there'll be. Some more Avenge sevenfold love on the site. You guys can talk about <laughs> that, get angry about that. Um, oh, I'd love you know, to get the know.
3: explanation on that someday, someday, so, mm. someday.
4: I'm but, sure there will always be stuff that you can talk about, you can disagree with. Um, you know, thankfully we're on the same page. Read Donald Trump, but yeah. um, you know, feel free to disagree with us and. Talk smack anytime.
2: Well, but that's always been the thing that I got to say that I've always loved about mental sex, like in general, is that, you know, whether it's incendiary in some ways or whatever, it, what's great is, is that it opens up a lot of conversations and keeps the conversations going. And I think that's always important. And I was having this talked last night with a very, 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 very conservative friend of mine about how that conversation just gets shut down so much now. And sometimes absurdity helps to kind of keep the conversation going and, you know, with the drop of seriousness in it. And I think you guys do uh, and weigh that very well between the two and are able to do that, do that in a time when it's just hot or cold with so many different people. And, you know, you've taken the heat for it and you've come out on the other side. So you know, just a privilege to be able to work with you guys for so long. Oh,
4: yeah. thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. I mean, we uh, some, somebody said many years ago that we were kind of like the Daily Show of metal. Um, and I that was the most flattering thing anybody ever said, because I was such a huge fan of The Daily Show and Jon Stewart. Um, you know, and I mean, that's how... The way you just described us is how I would describe his tenure on that show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he always just had a way of... Cutting through the bullshit with humor and just the right amount of seriousness, uh, you know, and we're certainly fearless with regards to expressing his opinions. Um, and uh, that's something we try to do, too, especially now uh, after this election. It seems to be more important than ever. So um, I think we're going to be digging, digging in even deeper on that stuff, yeah. which is which is uh, scary, but also exciting.
3: Yeah, oh, it's like uh, Rolling Stone in the uh, early 80s. That's that's what they did.
4: Yeah, going into the politics. No, I I did not know that.
3: Yeah, the history of Rolling Stone magazine. Uh, Yeah, that's a huge part of it. Mm -hmm.
2: Indeed.
4: Yeah, Um, I mean we're not going to be you know covering politics, but uh, or you know what I shouldn't even say that. Maybe we will. You never know. Uh, Yeah. Um, Why not? uh, You know I think we're just going to see what happens with it. Um, You know I mean because it's always it's like being in a band. Uh, You know bands creatively. It's like, well, what are we going to do on this next album? You know, and like guys are always like, oh, well, it's going to be the heaviest thing or it's going to be a change or it's going to be, you know, all these press quotes, guys and bands trot out, uh, you know, and it's the same for us. Ten years is a long time, but we're always questioning creatively what we want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard, you know, it's hard to figure out what we want to do other than simply cover the news on a daily basis, Uh, you know, track premieres, videos, all that stuff that we do, Um, you know, we believe that it's got to be more than that to keep people's interest and also that it has to be changing because you don't want to hear your favorite band write the same album six times in a row, you know, then you're just Slayer and that's boring. Mm
3: uh wow. you heard it days, here so. first the metal oh, yeah. sucks disco era is about to commence <laughs> <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well you've been seeing the synth wave sunday things right right where do you think that came from just like <laughs> fucking boredom man you know like i discovered this whole world and it blew my mind and t- t- just wanted to write about it um so yeah i guess uh figuratively and and literally the disco era of metal sucks has begun <laughs>
2: uh, in the spirit of change and all that good stuff. We shall step aside and, and I'm sure the uh, the podcast will continue, uh, continue on in a different iteration and, and you guys will be successful with it as, as well. So we appreciate, like I said, we appreciate the time, man.
4: Oh, uh, like, uh, like I said, man, you guys too. It's been great working with you. You guys have delivered a super professional polished, um, you know, engaging and, uh, interesting podcast, uh, basically every single week for the past three and a half years. And, uh, it's been great working with you guys and we really appreciate everything you've done.
2: Well, with that, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are going to, Vince
3: we'll, ha- we'll have you back on our oh, podcast totally. that we do again sometime totally. in the future mm-hmm. for sure.
2: And, you know, yeah, definitely. And we got we got to keep going. We're, we're going to finish out this podcast because we got to finish out 2016 with a bang. And uh, if you've seen Godless's list of top tens that are going to be on this, Lewis, you might as well just, you know, flush the toilet now because his list is awful. Yeah. So uh, if, you, if
3: you've eaten. Yeah. Be prepared.
2: My <laughs> list like, is awesome. His is terrible. Oh, boy. <laughs>
4: is it uh, like monuments? Number one, two, three, four, five and six
3: almost Not
2: till next year Until next year <laughs> <laughs> oh i tell you uh, we'll s- just just wait just wait it's gonna be you're gonna everybody's gonna love it so hey
4: dude i named baby metal number one one year so I, right <laughs> <laughs> and and rat yeah, another but, but year
3: then- <laughs> But Vince, you did it for the clicks. Come on. That's why you need a t-shirt. says <laughs> no, that. I that did it should, for the clicks.
4: We should get those t-shirts made. That's hilarious. Um, that actually was my favorite album that year, though. It just so happened that it's also great for clicks.
2: Seriously, you need to do a Metal Sucks shirt that says Metal Sucks in the front with the big, you know how they do the t-shirts now with the big letters on the back? I did it for the yeah. clicks like in big fucking letters on the back. <laughs> that would be awesome
4: that would be so oh, come funny. on
2: those shirts i need
3: something th- out of that because those, those shirts mine. are yeah, so gotta, fucking dumb do that.
4: that's funny man
2: so let's get into some music i mean i mentioned that godless's list has got some uh, freaky stuff and and uh let's just pick out the freakiest thing that i think that you have on there from icy stars
3: <laughs> what i love now you know i'm a huge fan of like eclectic metal right i you love call that eclectic really let me, let me tell you why. Okay. Like, all, right, so, all, right, like, all right. All right. Usually, usually eclectic metal is, you know, faith no more like stuff. Yeah. It's, it, it's, uh, you know, the new, like the new 12 foot ninja album, one of the best albums of the year. The new Candyria album, one of the best albums of the year. They do like weird jazz. They do mm-hmm. this. They do weird that. And they throw it all in a pot and it's kind of like a salad. Icy stars put out an album where everything it's an eclectic album but it's always eclectic within that sort of like pop sensibility of a of a of a hook you know that every time they're trying to put a hook uh, every single moment of that album is trying to have a like unresistible irresistible hook it's just a matter of whether that hook needs to be you know uh, uh, metal you know deathcore or sometimes it sounds like one freaking republic but <sighs> it's the it's whatever it is that it needs to be to work and I just love the fact that they tried to do it it's one of my favorite albums of the year
2: alright so which song are we pulling off of this record Running With Scissors alright I see stars on the Metal Sucks Podcast <laughs>
1: Truth cannot be any more clear And I'm not asking you to hold on It's everything that you
2: Devin Townsend project from the Transcendence record on both of our lists this year. That's why we wanted to throw it in there and I uh, when I when I was trying to think of like my favorite songs, that was a, that was a top contender right there. I love that storm song. That's so good. It's just everything that Devin Townsend does all kind of mixed into one out, one song right there. You know, it's like, oh, it's so good. So good. So, uh, yeah. Amazing.
3: I love the way that Devin Townsend the unpredictable is predictable, you know? Yeah. So like it, you know, it's a Devin Townsend album and but it goes in so many different directions all sort of thing exactly like you'd expect. But yeah. it's not the directions you might expect, but uh, I I just love that, you know? I mean, at this point he has to put out something we'd expect to to throw us a curveball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, I know, right? I
2: mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and I, what I love about what I love about what he does is that it uh, there's not much metal that makes me smile, like that. May, that really puts a smile on my face when I listen to it, and I, and I mean, it's you know, it's metal. It's not supposed to. It's supposed to make you feel fucking aggro or make you feel sad or whatever. You know, you know what I'm saying. So it's supposed to give you other feelings. But whenever I listen to a fucking Devin Townsend record, it doesn't matter. Even if the themes are as dark as what he deals with when he's talking about stuff and and what he's going through, like it, it's still. It still puts a smile on my face because of the, the amazing creativity the guy puts into everything. So it's just, it's so good and everything he does. It really is. Now that's going to be, that's in my top five. So that's not going to be one of the group that we talk about here because we're going to start counting down our, our 10 from six here. Uh, so the one that, the Icy Stars is in your top five so yeah we'll, yeah, you know, we'll kind of yeah. mix it up a little bit here but so let's yeah, l- somehow
3: didn't quite make your top ten though I don't know, I don't know how that happened what didn't it should be a, the, the Icy Stars didn't oh, no. make your six through ten but, didn't make but, you didn't, uh, you know, my
2: 25 Devin, through ten either so you know <laughs> <laughs> my my uh,
3: my Devin Townsend is uh, number ten there for, uh, for me I I thought uh, ter- terrific album but I, I agree with you that whole like the, the thing that makes you smile and then it my number nine is the new Bellacore album, which is the death metal album it is of the I mean, it's so. I mean, maybe the only thing that came even close is uh, um, uh, uh, oh oh geez, uh, uh, help me out here. You were just we were just talking about it. Flesh God? Uh, Fool, Flesh God Apocalypse, yeah. which is you know another amazing record. But the reason that I give the nod to Bellacore is just that it's a. It is absolutely the most emotional death metal album I've ever heard. I mean, ah, yeah. it's got these sweeping and uh, amazing um turns in mood that I didn't think was even possible with that genre. And they found a way to do it, and it's a it's a must listen as far as I'm concerned.
2: I can agree with that. I mean, that's a good way to describe it because it's a I I, I couldn't quite put the words on it what I what I was Thinking about when I listened to that record, and that did make my further down list. I do have that in my top twenty-five, uh, but but yeah, it's uh, it's a good way to describe it because it it does have this ebb and flow and some really strange like gentle parts to it that uh, that you just wouldn't expect from a death metal record. I mean, not at all, and and they did they, yeah. they do a damn good job at it.
3: Now, it's almost sad to put at number nine, an album that I think, and it's called Vessels, by the way, an album that I think as years go by, fans and other musicians will appreciate more and more for just how revolutionary that album is.
2: Now, my top, my number 10 uh, would be, I guess, the uh, the metal equivalent of your IC stars (laughs) Uh, number at number 10. I put baby metal. Uh yeah. <laughs> with mental resistance uh I have to include that record because I don't give a shit who you are or what you think about baby metal. If you listen to this album, it is one of the best produced records ever in the history of fucking heavy metal it's incredible, like the wall of sound that that comes out of the uh, comes out of this record. Is incredible. I mean, it's huge. It sounds huge. It's got you know bold parts, and the you know the solos stick out. But what's great is is that at the same time, it's got this wall of sound. You can hear every little detail that's in it, and it still sounds. Uh, you've got all the pieces, and it's really just an amazing, amazing record. And just the the musicianship that's on it is the second to none. It really is one of the best records I've heard. You know, uh, whether or not you like the music or not, it is, you cannot deny it. You know, you really, yeah. really can't.
3: Another happy metal record.
2: Yeah well, yeah, well, there you go. All right. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> I I guess, I, well, with my next one, I can go all depressed because my, my number nine was Alcest. And Alcest Kodama, oh, wow. that album, uh, you want to talk about making yourself want to slit your wrist. If you listen to any Alcest record, it's... The soundtrack to your suicide. It really is. And it's part of the reason why I love that band so much is because it's dark. It, you know, all of it's really dark, but it's still. It's not as dark as, like, say, you know, some of the ambient shoegaze black metal stuff that, like, Wolves in the Throne Room or anything like that. You know, it's it's different. It's so different, and you know that may be because of their nationality. That may be a French thing or something. Like, it's got this different feel to it. But they Kodama is a masterpiece. It really is. And I wasn't too into the whole. Um. Uh, what? Because it's a concept tracker right? It's got it tells you know tells a. I can't remember the the whole details of the story because I, I really wasn't into that as much as I was just. L- listening to it, and letting it kind of wash over me like that. I'll- Stupid American, <laughs> that's what they're saying. Yeah. You do not get this story? What do you think you do you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> but listen it- to it again. You, you will figure this out. Yeah. Stop listening to our records. It's it is it is a gorgeous, gorgeous album, and I I I cannot I just can't deny it.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I like I love the fact. I mean, I love the previous uh, all album where they, you know, it was almost no metal whatsoever, it was just this metal sensibility where they, they, if you're a shoegaze fan, like I was, uh, and still am, you know, like the, the slow dive era would be what all did originally for yes. metal. And then, and then they transitioned to Mojave three, which was like all acoustic guitars and all that sort of, uh, you know gazy stuff went away and that was kind of like with the last album where they just went full-on folky almost (laughs) i mean it's really bizarre and but then they come back to form and on this album and and uh yeah they 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 didn't lose a step Uh, you know it's uh it's the best of their career
2: so let's move on on your list number eight for you oh
3: yeah no i think we agree on this one protest the hero put out pacific myth and if you haven't got the album yet, that's because you're a lame-o Didn't support the fricking uh, uh, cool ass uh, crowdfunding thing that they did, where they they had they asked people to subscribe, and every what was it? Every month they sent a new song yep. for six or seven months, something like that, and it was awesome because it was like you. you I, I don't check my email, right? <laughs> no, nobody checks their email for 6 months i had her check my freaking email to see if protest of the hero had sent me something and that was really damn cool i hope more bands do it i don't know how successful it was for them i know that they they're skeptical about doing it again but now the best songs of their career with the exception of a couple songs on volition these songs are going to be get put out for everybody to hear and and you know it's sort of like that um Uh, That awesome album by Good Tiger, where if you knew you got it in 2015, but the official release came in 2016. So Mm -hmm. Good Tiger, one of my favorite albums of 2015, really is one of my favorite albums of 2016 as well. I never stopped listening to that record. And same thing with uh, Protest the Hero. I'm listening to it in 2016. I promise you, I'll be listening to it while all the rest of you are in 2017 as well.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, because technically it came out in 2015. You know, uh, uh, if you're like, well, at least the first, what, three songs I think came out in 2015. So, uh, you know, we he got it way ahead of everybody else so you know it's it's that sort of thing and i mean i've got them on my list but they're number they're number 3 on my list with with this one uh, and I, I totally agree that they need to be in everybody's top 10 for just the artistry of what they do. The, the beautiful stuff that they did artwork wise on this album was amazing. Uh, because that was included. Like if you looked at, if you were subscribed, you get a different piece of artwork every single month when they sent this thing out. Uh, and I'm not sure if like the new packaging has got all that mixed into it or, or what. Uh, but really it's, I, part of part of this, put it. I put it so high on my chart, not just because uh, of what they did musically, but what they did artistically with the su- subscription model. Just I gotta give them props for trying something completely fucking different with the way that they release this. And these guys have always been forward thinking with the way that they put things out. And you gotta give them credit. I mean, like you you can't. You've gotta give them credit for just trying to push the envelope, not just musically, but also with the industry and the way things go. So if I'm not 3D example.
3: printing their next album, the way I look at it, <laughs> if I'm not 3D printing their next album, something's fucked up. <laughs> uh, no, I just love the fact that these songs are just like you know you it's protest the hero so you're bouncing around they're freaking it's like a pinball machine the yeah. music you know it just you just it turns left it turns right it bounces around you end up in that little fucked up spot in the corner and then every once in a while the ball gets freaking jammed and you got to call somebody over to help reset it that's protest the hero you know it's freaking awesome
2: mm-hmm. all right so number seven on your list Not as eclectic, but man, they write (laughs) some awesome songs. Not even.
3: Not even. Beartooth. I don't know where these guys came from. I don't know where they're from. I don't know what they look like. They got this album called Hated, and oh my God, it's just one super solid, heavy, freaking great metal album and, and it's uh, I, I know this flew under every radar on earth but uh, I, I don't know what label it's on I don't even remember how I found it <laughs> but I don't stop listening to that album and and the song Aggressive which we played a few months ago here on the podcast is is absolutely top three songs of the year it's just such a solid song and the rest of the album follows suit
2: well I think if I remember right it's it, it was the vocal that used to be in attack, attack, right? Oh, is th- that right? I think oh. that's I think that's where where they kind of got their start. I think he was in attack, attack, and started this and started Beartooth. And I mean, I I, I I would give you that this is a good record. It's catchy as all fuck, yeah, and yeah. you can't and you can't deny that. Like no matter what, it, it's definitely catchy. It just I I'm not I don't know if I feel like I'm past this. Like I've grown up past the metalcore thing now. Um, but I, cause I hate to deny something cause it's a genre or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I, I, you shouldn't disqualify anything if it's fucking heavy and it's good, you can like it, you know, whatever. So that doesn't, I don't disqualify it for being metalcore, but at the same time, my taste, I feel like my personal taste has changed. And I think that sort of is reflected a lot in, in the stuff that's on my list this year. And that's probably yeah. why, you know, something like baretooth doesn't quite, doesn't quite fit. The mood of what my my tastes are feeling this year.
3: Yeah, I mm. n- I missed the entire metalcore boat when that passed. Uh, now I'm dragged behind in this little frickin' diggy alone. That's, that's yeah, a- <laughs> yeah. I would uh, I
2: can agree with that. I can I, I can totally see your thing on that. Now uh, let's see my number, Let's see where am I at? I'm on number Seven. eight. No, I'm on number eight. I haven't talked about every time, uh, 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 every time I die yet. Sorry, every time I die uh is and I and I feel like I put Low Teens on my top ten because I'm a gay fanboy. Uh I cannot not love every time I die. I am a, such a that's one of my throwback sort of mental core ish kind of things because I'm just a fucking fan and anything they put out, I will consume it. I follow Keith on the fucking Facebook and on Twitter. Like, I'm, I am, I'm like, I'm looking at pictures of his kids, you know? <laughs> like, I'm, I'm one of those weird, uh, weird fans with this band. So I cannot, like, I told, when I was looking at the list, I'm like, I don't think that should be there. And then I'm just going, I can't not put it there because it's, 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 it's every time I die, and I mean I think they do some really really good stuff on this record. I think it's more aggressive than what they've uh, what they the direction that they had been moving. So I'm kind of pleased to see this sort of. Um, return to form a little bit the, the, and get and get back to some stuff even though they I liked what they had tried on previous records and and pushed pushed what they were doing artistically. but really, I dig the fact that they got back to kind of their roots and I think they did a great job with uh, the low teens record. So that's why they come in at number eight. Uh, and then Ooh. number seven, um, a legion. I know a very controversial oh, band yes. as of oh. recently but uh, proponent for record. sentience. Oh my god, that record is so good. You were talking about Bellicor and you know, as far as pushing the boundaries of what death metal can and can not do you're right, you're and right. fucking a legion, dude. I really I really think that they they're the next thing. Like they they where Bellicor kind of took artistic license to sort of float and do things out there. A Legion just boiled that shit down they got a lot of the same sort of elements in it and did a lot of a lot of cool different weird stuff and and changes and other stuff on this record but it's all really it's all really condensed and really right on right spot on I know a lot of people got I'm, pissed off about the whole thing with them begging for money or whatever but you know in the end they're asking for their fans to to, to help them out they're uh, but they're looking but for another dude, way i'm so, so
3: I'm, I'm, I'm currently looking around my office trying to find a hard, blunt object I can smash myself in the face for, for not mentioning Allegiant as one of the other, like, totally awesome death metal albums for the year. Cause yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean. Frickin' solid, frickin' creative, and I they that the 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 controversy about them trying to raise money for themselves is the biggest non-controversy of all time. Totally, and 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 uh, you know, if you're a fan like we are, I hope you're you're supporting those guys. I do not want them to stop. I do want them to change music for the better. I do want them to make our lives better, and anything we can do to help make that happen,
2: you know what? good on them to ask us well and it was also you know it was also a matter of uh, a weird time for this band like this could have been a make or break record right uh because of riley McChain, because of the lead singer change out and that shit <laughs> that shit can be devastating so yeah. it's like and and luckily he fit in just perfectly with the band and 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 made it took it accelerated i think to another level and really stepped it over the top for him, you know not to not to mention that they've got you know saw the feature speed on it you know strid from soil work and uh, you know some other really kick ass stuff like some other kick ass guests that are on this one and I mean it's just eh. I'll, I'll give them the rush cover I'll let them have that uh, but the rest of the record's <laughs> fucking amazing so you know uh, yeah I, I gotta love it uh, it's so so fucking good so fucking good
3: and if you're an Allegiant fan you're gonna love my number six pick dance Gavin Dance <laughs> mother ship. oh
2: speaking of oh, man. Oh, oh.
3: you know what's so great about what about that band is is to me protest the hero are Absolutely amazing, but you know sometimes it's like it takes a while before I get a new song. And to me, Dance Gavin Dance come from the same freaking mom. You know, they're siblings. It's uh, it's different. It's got a different thing, but there's enough similarity where they're freaking pinball machine too. And the every I don't know how the the dude on the like, we talked to him a few weeks ago. I don't know how he's his fingers are constantly moving. There's no like ever like just a power b- cord. You know, yeah, the guy yeah. is constantly noodling and doodling it must be annoying to live with him but it's freaking great when he puts it down on record I, I i love i love dance gavin dance i love the the two vocalists thing uh i'm starting to really get into that this year because i love the fact that you can do so many new things tonally and emotionally etc with two vocalists that you might not be able to do with <laughs> you really one. are so, stuck you know, in
2: 2005 it's amazing i, I mean like yeah really but, uh, I mean, like that shit is that's just so like a Treyu from fucking 2005. What the fuck, man! I I never like added that up until like because you said I remember you saying that in our interview, and and I was like, huh, that's really weird because that's been going on for like over a decade. I know it has, (laughs) but I feel I
3: feel like they're really starting to get it now. Like (laughs) like they're actually using it. What can I tell
2: you? Dude, like, know. all those bands that were like that, like, the Devil Wears Prada, and, like, all, I mean, like, all those bands of that era, like, they <laughs> had two singers in it, man. I didn't li- I didn't listen to shit in 2005. I mean, shit, oh, even Avenged yeah. Sevenfold has two singers, technically, the drummer, or, you know, well, Rev used to sing well, and stuff, I'll, you know? But,
3: you know, a lot of bands do that sort of
2: thing. Yeah, well, yeah, and not know, you, just call and they, response, I get what you're saying. Well yeah, uh yeah. let's uh well let's round out our our first half of this with my number 6 pick which I can't believe was not on your list honestly. Uh Isaan's uh, I mean, I do, do you disagree with this one? Yeah, I mean I like the album. I
3: like it. You know, and but I don't think it would have made my top 25. Really? And and I, I know that that sounds terrible but um it, it, it well it, it, there's lots of good things uh, about that album and there's lots of uh, uh reasons to like it uh to me it, it, i guess everything that i had this year that i really loved was either exceptionally like hooky or it was except, except exceptionally eclectic
2: mm, okay i see what you're and saying
3: i didn't feel like azan did either of those i felt like but he still did, put I, see, I
2: felt like he put, did both of those things when you got a song like mass darkness that has got mad he Heapy on it you know with a with a pretty stinging chorus to it and then you get something like my heart is in the north and some of those songs that are more, a little more ambient and other stuff i mean like i really felt like he kind of showed It was a little more practical than what he's done in the last two records, right? But this one sort of—I felt it kind of brought it back home, and I I felt like it was kind of this excellent mixture of where he had gone and where he's going, and it—it worked really well for me, and I really dug it. I mean, like it was—it was definitely definitely going to be in the top ten, like as soon as I heard it, and the more I listened to it, the more I kind of fell in love with it, and it's—it's kind of. You know, progressive darkness and stuff that it it, it was it, it's just a brilliant record it really is
3: I'm sure we can both agree that without
2: a doubt best sweater of 2016. Ha! <laughs> it's just by far that picture of him. Oh, that's so brilliant. It's so not not metal. It's great. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, we got to get some better photoshops of those man with like different Christmas art on it, you know, <laughs> with, like Rudolph's face on it or something. Yeah. You know, good. Stuff I mean, that's like that. what I'm looking for. The is on Christmas sweater. That is not
3: like uh, the tongue isn't in the cheek at all. It's yeah. just
2: it is a Christmas sweater. You yeah, know? really good one. It's it's not and it's not an ugly christmas sweater it's just a christmas yeah. sweater you know yeah that's yeah, right it's all good <laughs> well okay so now we've gone through the back half of our top 10s here let's do what we were, we kind of talked about this before we started recording um our favorite songs probably don't match what our number one album is and our number one album, we're going to interview uh, the artist from that here in, uh in the next segment here in a little bit. So that's going to be kind of a cool little pleasure because we really we really are both hot on our number one. But let's go ahead and, and pick out your favorite song from your top ten list.
3: Yeah. Uh, textures. Uh, oh, what's the name of the song? Chuck, help me out. Oh, uh, I, how could I think it's the greatest song of the year? And I don't even know it's the name new horizons, the right? New Horizons, yeah. uh, Textures, again, super eclectic, but super heavy. A ton of emotion. Uh, I mean, the album is really good. Would have made my top 20 easily, most likely. And um, it's not a a slight on the rest of the tracks on the album that it didn't make the top 10. But this song is so freaking good. It's just... And it's out of left field. I wouldn't have expected it. One of those songs that, like, I just... See, what I do is I just throw songs on my Spotify or my iTunes, and I just let it go pretty much at random. And if something makes my head turn, I'm going to listen to it. This song made my head spin around twice and then go back again three times. It was freaking great from
2: the first listen. So let's get it now. Textures, New Horizons on the Mental Sex Podcast. Oh,
1: God.
2: would Be my personal favorite song of the year out of my top 10 list, right there. That's called The Fool from Flush God Apocalypse. If you do not have that album, if you have not given that a chance and listened to it, then fuck you. All right, straight up. That's how it goes. Because,
3: but even more than that, if they've come damn. to the town and you didn't go, it's the best live show on earth right now.
2: It, dude, they're brilliant. And I mean, like, they played here in Austin at the Dirty Dog. Which the stage is you know smaller than my bedroom, and just fucking nailed it, I mean just yeah. nailed every bit even had the even had the the chick with the the sing the female singer like even she was still there and just nailed it it was incredible you,
3: you know how a band will be up on stage and you're like, all right, everybody we're gonna blow the roof off, we need your help. Flesh God doesn't need your fucking help. They're going to blow the fucking roof off with you. Like <laughs> exactly,
2: dude. Oh, man. I mean, it, just live performance wise, it's great. Just the lofty, the singing, like something about that singing voice that he's gotten. He just sails that that tone. It's it sounds like it's about to just shatter any minute when he's when he's singing it. And it's it's just everything. It is everything. It so is. And that's my number five on my top uh, on my top ten list too. though their album King from this year. And it, it really is, uh, I mean, I want, I, I like some of their other records a little bit better than this one because I want more of that singing and less of the death metal stuff. But honestly, I still like, I cannot. This is, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh,
3: one of the things that's great about the 70,000 tons cruise is, you know, you come away with memories. You know, yeah. every single trip, you're going to walk away with some memories. It might, might be people that you meet or whatever. But for me, seeing Flesh God in that tiny freaking theater <laughs> on that boat. I know. And the room is packed shoulder to shoulder. And it was like, It was like they were somehow able to punch each and every one of us over and over and over again whenever they wanted. And there was nothing you could do to stop it, block it, anything you were getting pummeled. And it was unreal. I remember that show and always will.
2: Oh, and, and two, the other thing is, is like when, when you're in a situation like that on 70,000 tons, you've got the choice to leave at any minute. You can walk out. You can go grab another beer. You can walk out. You can go fucking eat some pizza or play in the goddamn casino or whatever you're doing. I watch every fucking second of those guys perform. You bet, because you bet. I, I couldn't resist it. Like I was like, as soon as we walked in that room for that show, I we you know we we kind of hang at the back most of the time if we're watching stuff, right? You know, I don't want to get in the mix. too. I, we were right up front, like standing. Couldn't see shit though. Couldn't see shit, but we were standing right in front of that goddamn speaker. I think I'm still fucked up on the left ear from that <laughs> man because it was so goddamn loud. Oh, but it's so good.
3: And it's not just like in a small theater because the first time I ever saw them was in a huge tent at Bloodstock. Oh, that's right, yeah. And and you I mean, remember, I was like, Chuck, I'm yeah. telling you, we got to see this. And and it was because again, the the freaking tent was packed shoulder to shoulder, and we just got. Pommelled. I mean, it's a different kind of experience because it has to be. It's outdoors instead of yeah. on a boat in the middle of the yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, it, it it the effect was was very similar. And, well, and, I mean, that's that's at a band on another level.
2: Right well, and now. it shows, and it shows that they can they can command a uh, small room, large room, festival anything that they do it has nothing to do with the crowd it's their energy and what they put out and that is something that you can't like it's 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 immeasurable you know i mean it, it, just you feel it and that goes so far just so far so yeah that's my number 5 number 4 was uh, devin towns we already talked about transcendence i mean uh, duh. You know it's Devin Townsend. Why? I can't believe you had it so low in your mar in in your in your thing. But
3: I, I, dude, I know, I know, I know. But it was a good year. A but good I'm also,
2: uh, you know me. I'm also a real fanboy for him too. He's is one of those that like I just everything he does, I'll soak it up and and eat it with a biscuit because it's so good. So,
3: and we talked about my number five already, which is the uh, icy star. I don't want to talk about house. that anymore. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> but number four. Um, you know, I don't know how you listen to this album and not like take into account all of the drama that surrounds it. Mm. It's impossible for me, at least. Architects, Architects UK... um uh, Tom Searle uh, the guitarist uh, 28 passed away this year shortly after that album was released and it it, it saddens me just to think about it because here this guy he knew he was on his last days and he dedicated those days to creating this music for us and you got to respect that and you got to listen to it and know that these are the words of somebody who uh, and I don't mean the lyrics but I mean just the, the art this is the art of somebody where this is everything he has left to say yeah and that that's um it's amazing and 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 i'd love to be able to judge this without all that and maybe it's not an album that should be top five or whatever but I, I'm telling you, it it hits so close to home when I listen to this album, and then and then all the drama afterwards, where you know the guy, all he wants to do is play this music, you know, yeah, and 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 his life is taken from him before he has a chance to 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 really perform it. And what a what a what a sad and and cruel planet this is that we've lost Tom Searle.
2: Well, and um, yeah, I've got them in my I've got that record in my top 25. It didn't make my top 10, but I totally agree with you. And, and I, I've i got absolutely nothing about taking in into outside. You know, it's what I was saying about the protest, the hero thing being so high on my chart, uh, you know, because because of what I think they did for metal. And I think that that the circumstances surrounding that record are so important to it. And it really does change the way that you listen to it, you know, and as well, it should. You know, because like you said, this is the last gasp, and yeah. you know you're you're never going to get exactly the same thing again. And it's a special album, not just because that, but it's also a really, really good record. You know, like it, it musically they do a lot of really, really good stuff, and they really good songwriting on it. And uh, I mean, yeah, it's a it, it's a special album for sure. Speaking
3: of last gasps. <laughs> Ah, we're going to keep on gasping. It's all good. Yeah. Just somewhere else. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so let's see. All,
3: her, all our gods have abandoned us is the name of that.
2: Album. Indeed. So let's see. You want to do your number three?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, Dayshell. So I don't even the know what this is. The called Nexus. Oh, so like this is the former singer of of Mice and Men. I've never been an of Mice and Men uh, fan, but it's another one of those albums that a song popped up, it turned my head, and then I got hooked on the whole album. Uh, Just really solid, solid songwriting on an album that that uh, you know swings from heavy to light, back Mm. to heavy again, and uh, love it, love it, and and it's it's one of those like albums that just like kept on coming back kept on coming back slowly slowly and before i knew it i was listening to it just about more than anything and um uh, he, i surprise complete surprise
2: hmm. interesting like i said it's one one of those things i'm 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 always weirded out when i when i get hit with something that i'm like i haven't heard of this before and uh yeah that's one that i haven't i haven't checked out i might have to give that a listen because now it's on your list yeah. so that's another everybody
3: good, should give it a listen that's yeah. another
2: one of those things that is good about your list. maybe there's stuff that we need to check out but uh, at I least on, you need to check this and I, uh, the our list you know everybody yeah. else's list <laughs> don't bother with a lot of those that are out there because holy fuck there's some there's some and, random shit on some people's list out there this year
3: and there's a bunch of stuff on this uh, on my list like i said it it, it, it's pinball machines and know really eclectic uh, uh, this is and that and Day Shell is not that Day Shell is just a band that knows how to write a freaking song and it's solid and it it, it ain't it, they, they're not chemists down in the basement trying to come up with something new they're just able to do what they do better than j- just about anybody
2: well speaking of people who aren't chemists we'll talk about my number two um, they're, they're, they're not uh, not even close uh, we'll skip my number three because I was protesting here we already talked We already talked about that. But num- n- number two, uh, you will never be one of us, no matter how hard you try. Nails is my number two record of the year. Now, it's about as aggro as you could possibly fucking get, uh, because, you know, when they're taking on uh, people on Twitter that like the album and want <laughs> to tell them how much they love it, and they're like, fuck you... <laughs> Holy shit, man! I, don't, I have no idea what is up with these dudes. Personally, with them like going on hiatus and then not being on hiatus, uh, being pissed off at fucking Metal Hammer and shit on on Twitter. I got no idea, no idea what's up with these guys. But what I do know is, is that this record is one of the best of their career and one of the best of the year. It is a fucking barn burner, dude. I mean, it, it's such such a aggr- aggression, and it makes it makes me want to pit again you know like this when i get an album that makes me want to jump in the pit i uh, and this is a, this is one of those records it's so it's so raw and engaging and ah uh, it's it's everything that metal should be
3: it's funny cuz we were talking earlier about how Neither, you know, for neither of us did the Metallica album make the top ten, so no spoilers here. Yeah, yeah. You're not hear it. Hardwired is in the top two. For yeah, others, yeah, so we,
2: we don't have an interview with Kirk Hammett coming up or anything on the show. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah, that's not our number one. But-
3: but in my estimation, my opinion is that everybody tried and is trying so hard to like that Metallica album because you know Metallica or smiles and and you know lots of advertising money and everything like that. So everybody really really wants to like that album, and Metallica's trying. You know, you can't you can't knock them for that. They're trying, yeah. and so that should be respected and all that. So you want to like it. Nails. You got to try really hard to like it. You know, it's the opposite. It's like they're trying to do everything they can to piss you off. (laughs) And it doesn't stop when they hit stop on the in the freaking studio. You know, they're still trying to piss you off.
2: Well, and it makes me just go. These are just some angry fucking dudes like like all the time. They're just fucking angry. And it it has got to continue. Then they fucking fight between themselves and almost break up. And then they fucking fight some more. And then fuck it, let's fight these guys over here. Fuck it, let's get drunk and fight those guys over there. Fuck it, yeah, fuck you, fuck you too. And and that's goddamn metal to me. I mean, I'm like yeah. hell yeah. But I, those
3: guys are not going to be putting a you know like a pop record. This no, never going to happen. You know? Oh yeah,
2: exactly. It's not going—they're not going to do like a Pig Destroyer and do a Doom album or anything uh, anytime soon. But yeah, oh my god, you know it's. Just, uh, it's, I love the imagery. I love the stuff that they do. The you know, it's it's stripped down and brutal, and and they did a great great job on this album. So, fuck me for liking this record. All right, <laughs> straight Wait, up. Let,
3: let's be let's be honest though. I mean, if if I die before there's a nails holiday music <laughs> album. Uh- then you know life has been way too short i'm gonna sit around wait for that
2: that's for sure or the nails holiday sweater that's the other the other one i think we need to make that you will never be one of us sweater uh for everybody that'll be fabulous too (laughs) now i kind of figured i almost thought that this was going to be your number one the one that's at your number two because of how much you went on and on and actually turned a bunch of people in the industry onto this band
3: good yeah zeal and ardor I don't know how you pronounce it. Zealand art or whatever. This guy is a one man dude in Brooklyn or Queens or something like that. Somewhere in New York city. Usually in the past, he's done like R and B records and things like that. I guess the history was that he would get on Reddit and he'd say to people, Hey, you know, give me two genres. I'll make a song. And somebody said black metal and blues. And he sat down and spent an afternoon writing some music that kind of matched both of those. And, and then as soon as he put it out there, he goes, Whoa! This actually really works, and he's right. It's it's just old school, like one cassette, you know, uh, road tape, you know, type of thing. A uh, uh, blues with mixed with black metal um the album's called devil is fine he put it out on Bandcamp again i don't remember how i came across it somebody recommended it it was yeah yeah somebody on twitter was nice enough to recommend it to me and i've been hooked on it ever since and it's uh it, this album is not um a polished piece it this is not a uh the a, a you know epitome of what this black metal and blues can be. It's an introduction. It's a game changer album, and I can't wait to see if the guy can can do even more with it. I suspect he can. It's uh, it's it's freaking great. Try to find it. I think it's been taken down from Bandcamp as they're getting ready for a full release. Uh, hmm. but I don't know when. So uh, uh you know, keep your eyes peeled. Zealand on on Facebook, if nothing else. Uh, but um, uh, yeah,
2: Devil is fine. It's so good. I'm interested to see how it grows. Uh, because I mean, my problem with it was, was that I wanted it to be, not, uh, cleaner, cleaner is not really the word, but like, I wanted it to be produced in a little, little bit shinier way to kind of, and I get what he was going, you know what I mean? I get where it's coming from and understand that as far as how that's kind of part of the, the kitsch to it. Right. But I really wanted to hear a little more detail in it than I felt like I got from it. Then that's kind of why, i didn 't latch onto it as much as you had i I think you, you're look, you 're looking at this fixer upper house going it could be this great thing, and i 'm looking at this fixer upper house going this kind of fucking sucks, so you know <laughs> no I'm looking at this
3: house that, like, the foundations and everything are completely new and interesting. And the fixings, you know, are just, you know, you've never seen anything like it before. It makes me go, oh, man, I'm going to hang out here and play with what's available.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know about all that. That's a, a bit of a stretch. No, but, but, I mean, I think, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how that grows and develops and what can what, – it's got a lot of, lot of fucking potential. And you know, normally when I say something's got a lot of potential, I'm blowing smoke up somebody's ass. But really, <laughs> the, like this, really does have like a ton of potential, and I could hear it as a starting point uh, for something that that could be really fucking interesting. So I, I'm I'm not sold on it completely, a hundred percent. But but I I hear where you're coming from, and I get why you like it so much. But the one thing we definitely could agree on. Uh, this year was our number one record of the year. There was sort of a... Um there wasn't even really an argument about it Like we, we, I no. remember when we were Talking about this and, and talking about this episode It was like well let's just wait And see what comes out I don't know there might be something Else coming down the line I'm like there's not gonna be fucking Anything else coming out this is gonna be yeah. the This is gonna be it I don't give a shit just wait and see And that was like what two months ago something like that And now, yeah, might for me more than that I Yeah think. well I mean as far as like Talking about this being number one yes. number one I, it's, yes. been, it's been my number one the entire Year like hands down I, I have listened to no other album more than i've listened to this record this year and it is it is by far one of the best things that i think i have ever heard uh come out of metal and like a a conglomeration of styles and things like that so uh, let's make the announcement the number one record of the year is from Asteroid with their record air (laughs) oh my god
3: it, it It's made my top 20 list of best metal albums of all times. It might even be like 15. Did it it's make it so good? I, it's there. It's there. It's like 15, 16. That list kind of moves around every once. In yeah, a little while. bit. DSide's debut just went up two spots, and what the fuck did they do? Right, <laughs> <laughs> they fired Jack
2: Owen. That's what they did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right.
3: I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs>
2: but we do have yeah, some. Like, we do have something special here. So let's get let's get into our interview with uh, Brett Boland from uh, from Asteroid. Talk about this new record. Talk about the process. Talk about all that stuff. Uh, because you know, like I said, we had some time because we pretty much had decided this was going to be the best of the year. Uh, way back when, so Brett Bolin of Asteroid on the Metal Sucks podcast.
3: Well, Brett, thanks for coming on. Like, like, all right. So this is this is unprecedented. You got to understand that this is very, very important. And I think almost every, well, I know for a fact. That every metal band in the world covets this phone call, and it just never (laughs) comes for them. So, Chuck, you want to fill them in on why we're giving them a call?
2: Well, uh, we we decided at the end of this year, at, at the end of 2016, some decisions have to be made. Uh, and those decisions usually involve uh, figuring out who is the best and the worst, and all that stuff um, with the bands and the releases that have come out this year.
5: Are we? The, are we? Is this an interview for the worst?
2: Well, I hate to tell you, <laughs> uh, but for once, Godless and I both agree on something, and it happens to be that your record Air is the best record of 2016.
5: Oh.
3: And it's, you know, no offense to number two, but it it's not even close.
5: Wow. I really appreciate that. You know, uh been following Metal Sucks for a long time. And uh, that's actually the first website we were on. We were mentioned on. I believe it was one of you guys, right? Um, possibly. Um,
2: possibly. No, we, see, we heard you. We, we got it. I think we got wind from like... Uh, what was it, one of the dudes from metal Hammer or somebody like that yeah, uh, yeah. dean dean uh, dean brown the writer there he plugged
3: it on his twitter and said you got to check this out and the way that he described it made it go yeah i do <laughs> you know you, yeah. d- you mentioned you know slow dive or uh um you know some you know some of that shoegaze stuff and 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 black metal and but the vocals are more going the slow dive route i go all sessed, all that stuff all right i got to check this out and it's 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 a life-altering record. You change the game with this thing. Well,
5: thanks, thanks, guys. Um, it's it, it it just sort of happened. You know, we just really tried to write a record for us. You know, and that we wanted that we wanted to hear, and that we wanted to. I don't know. It just seemed
2: like that was something missing from what we wanted. So we we did it. it. It seems like something so obvious, uh, like like it's it, it would be right there on the because so many things have been combined in the world of black metal and and sort of but the but the way that you combine those things together is completely different than anything that's out there, really.
5: Thank you. Yeah, you know it's it, yeah it's it's just strange how it all came down. It's it's uh like our previous band Hetfield and Hetfield, It was sort of the same idea but the opposite side of the spectrum it's like we did whatever we wanted and played as fast as possible and um played as chaotic and did whatever we wanted but um when i was approaching Asteroid, it was the same type of thing but more of a simplicity um like that was the main focus and then sort of expand on that like keep it simple but still do what i want and still do what i think i want to hear and what you know, makes sense to me. And then every genre of music and everything that I love is in Asteroid. Like, there's nothing left out. And uh, it was scary working on it for that reason. Like, you know, who knows what it could have been or what it could have sounded like or if people were going to like it or, you know, it didn't really matter. We just did it because we loved to do it. And that's so, sort of how it organically happened.
3: This was this is like your project, right? This isn't like I know that you got five guys in the band now, but for the most part, you're the songwriter and you had that original concept. Is that right?
5: Yeah. So it was um, it started at in UMass Lowell and I had a couple of songs I wrote and it just sort of built from there. And then Dan helped me record it and he's been involved since the beginning. But it was just me writing the music. And then on air, um, he wrote Homesick. And it was a little gotcha. more open. And uh, like I wrote the rest of the songs, but he, he particularly wrote Homesick. And we sort so of what, opened it up a little bit. What was your aha
3: moment? Like with just the sound of what you're doing, because it it is so unique. I mean, was it a a, a like a a happenstance as you're jamming with a certain pedal or something
2: like that, or or did or was you it even a sound in your head or what? Or did you even have one for that matter? Yeah. Like, you no, know, I
5: don't. I don't think I did. I think it's just I just stumbled upon it. It was what what initially sparked the idea of even doing this was I was listening to Cult of Luna and. Isis, and Alceste and Wolves in the Throne Room, and that type of stuff, and I just wanted to hear someone sing over it. Um, I know Yesu does it, and I love Yesu, but it still was, like, really doomy, you know? Um, So, I just kind of wanted to make something a little more, I don't know, like, I I guess I don't don't even know, I, I wasn't really trying to do anything, but I wanted to try to emulate those bands and that's kind of how november is and that's why november is a little doomy and it's pretty much just a yesu and an Alcest song you know yeah yeah. (laughs) so i feel like it is but um and then as i kept going i was just like well let's see what else we can do with this and um i just really started playing around with like octave effects and stuff like that which i kind of stole from smashing pumpkins and I don't even know it's just I just started digging around with whammy pedals and stuff so that's pretty much where Stargazer was and as I just kept listening to more black metal and more more bands like M83 and Mew and Health it was just like why can't these be together and Air was just a culmination of like I don't know why it's happy or I guess happy is not really the right word for it but it's more uplifting it sort of just happened from Stargazer. Stargazer was a little darker, and um, I was just, just trying to write more interesting songs and having those parts where people could sing along, because I like to sing along, and those pop elements like Mew and M83, and even the M83 hits are interesting. Yeah. You know, they might be catchy, they might be on the radio, and people everyone loves them, but there's like a sophistication to his music that is interesting, you know? I, wa- I was trying to emulate that
2: it feels so natural there there's almost no way when I listen to it that it that it could be contrived. It doesn't have that sort of this is what I was feeling and this is what we exactly what it was and going into it we knew exactly what we were gonna do. It feels right. much more organic than that, yeah
5: you know, we have probably i think we have five other songs that didn't make the record. there could be a couple more um like really far back demos we we tried to. Like, Casey wrote a couple songs, Dan wrote a couple, I wrote probably five more, um, and we were just trying to figure out, like, the rule was we had to finish our ideas, you know, like, we had to finish the song, and, because you never know what's going to come out of it, you know, it could spark another song later of being like, oh, I wish I did that better, or I wish I did this, or that kind of works, but it can't work like that for the album, so, I don't know, I feel like it's really healthy to finish something. As we kept writing, the songs became more of what you heard on the album. Like, those were the later songs. The only song that was really early, the first song written for the album was Tinfoil Hats. And that was sort of the, like, that's the one we should, like, point to you know, and, and emulate
2: all joking aside, this is the best record of 2016. In fact, probably one of the, one of my favorite metal records of all time, honestly,
3: number 21 on my list, number 21, and and still going up because you're 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 I, I don't know that you could top Sepultura's Beneath the Remains and that's number twenty. <laughs> I'm I, I'm trying I'm trying but I don't think you can get up there. But yeah, it's, it's a great it's, album. I so, wouldn't
5: expect to. <laughs> yeah.
3: So so Brett, like, what's the what's the near future and what's the future for the band? I mean, I, I I'm assuming that we're not the only ones who recognize. What not only what uh, the greatness of Ast- asteroid, but the greatness of of what's to come. The the bandwagon's got to be filling up at this point, right?
5: It's um, it's it's been weird. It's we've been really working on our live show, um, lately, and to the point of like we we've, we've been playing we're we're playing next week in New York, and we're playing and we played in Boston, um, about a month ago. So like we're just sort of gearing up and taking our time to make sure that you know the album came out and people actually liked it and now we're like shit we have to actually <laughs> be good um so we've been really we actually took a step back and redid every single part of our live show we re- relearned parts we like reorchestrated how the guitar parts are live and you know we're just taking a huge step forward in terms of like what we need to put out and I feel like that's what we need to do next. instead of rushing into live, uh, do it right you know um, and we're trying to get some visualizations and uh, visuals for this for the live show as well with lights. so um, that's been an interesting journey for me, considering I had no idea what I'm doing with it. so <laughs> just sitting here with like giant um, LED intimidator spots going right in my eyes and trying to program it all and it's giving me a headache hey but you know if if, if
2: it's if it's based on an idea that you're moving towards something that seemed to work out pretty well in your favor so far so i I think it's gonna you know should do nothing but good at this point trust your instincts Right.
5: right well that's what we've been doing the whole time we it took us three years to do air so it was like there were points that we were just like let's just put it out you know it's like let's just get this done but there are, our gut was like no we got to keep working on it the mix isn't perfect the um, songs aren't there yet like there's still something wrong with that middle part you know they really dissecting everything to make sure that when it was done it was done and it felt right and we were happy with it because we had nothing to lose you know yeah. it was just like we put it out people hate it love it doesn't matter it's it's our vision completed of how it should have been. And it wasn't rushed. Like we had no, no one was like, ex- like no one was waiting for air to come out, you know? So it was just, we had all the time in the world and, um, we took advantage of it. And since air has come out, we're trying to maintain that level headedness and make sure that we do the same thing with our live show and, um, with our touring and all of that. So we're just really trying to be smart and do what's best for the band and, You know, honestly, what's best for everyone coming to see us, too? You know, we want to be good, and we want to have fun, and we want everyone else to have fun and uh, live up to what we've set.
2: That's awesome, dude. Well, you know, we've got a huge trophy for you, but we don't have the money to ship it, so uh, (laughs) we'll keep it here for you, and and hopefully... Well, it'll be around for the next record when it comes out, so we'll just add your name into it for the next one as well. So, uh, cool. <laughs> so, congratulations, man, and thank you very much for putting this out. It it is, it really is yes. an excellent, excellent album. So, congratulations.
5: No, thank you, guys, so much. I it really means so much to me and the band, and we've worked really hard. So, I really appreciate it.
2: i don't know how you can't not love that song i mean it's such it's so beautiful it really really is freaking great riff i mean it's gorgeous like it's, it's it's just damn gorgeous if you haven't listened to the whole record uh i think i've I've only seen it on one other list so far and uh it was like at number 10 but seriously i I don't. I don't have the words. I just don't have the fucking words because it really is that that good. And And the fact
3: that, like you know, you hear that song, you're like, all right. So where are the growls? There are no growls on that album, and it's good. It's okay. Mm -hmm. The guys are doing this uh, black gaze thing type of shebang, and then the vocals are just awesome on top of it and it's you know the album is almost one of those that i can play at dinner with the family you know yeah. it's it's so good but the vocals are so nice on top of it that that my wife's like yeah okay i i, I can listen to this which just never happens
2: you know <laughs> well yeah yeah well and the other thing you know for all those people that hate in on Def heaven for what they did uh as far as like major chord black metal kind of thing this gives you an out you know being that they're also singing you know so it's not that black metal voice you know it's something different it's it's so it it just feels different you know and it's not as it's not as moody as Alcest, uh, you know where it's got some of that same feel to it but it's just it's and and it it brightens my fucking day, you know. Like every time I hear it, it makes it makes my day better. And yeah, it's it, I I've, I haven't heard a record like this in a long time. So congratulations to uh, to Brent and uh, all the boys uh, from Astronoid Man because they just did an amazing job. And uh, and yeah. I look forward to seeing them out live here at some point. So.
3: And Dean at Metal Hammer ends up being like the center of the metal universe, not only because uh, Nails likes to yell at him on Twitter, but (laughs) he was also the guy who uh, had recommended Asteroid. uh, So follow him at R-E-U-S-85, Roos85 on Twitter. He's uh, always got stuff. In fact, he's putting one of those total hipster 100, top 100 (laughs) albums out on Twitter now. But uh, yeah, it's... um, um, I the words when words escape you it it just means something special's going on yeah. and that's certainly the case with this asteroid album
2: exactly well that wraps up the uh, the best of 2016 uh, that's a I think that's a pretty damn good list uh, uh, I think it's we'll, comprehensive yeah definitely between the two of us I think we cover a lot of ground and at some point I'm going to put this up on my uh, on my no control blog and and put all top 25 on this thing. Uh, So you can kind of see the rest because there's a bunch of stuff that I think that was was valuable in this year, whether it's Gojira or Revocation or um, uh, Chemist. I really do like the Chemist record. I really like the Trap Them record and Rotting Christ and a few others that were really good. Twelve Foot Ninja. Uh, So I think there's a lot of stuff that that is definitely there's some good, good albums this year uh, that just weren't quite the top ten. But were some really really great records, and you know that's it's just
3: funny a, how like that we were so excited for this this year because it's like new Gojira man, new new Caveler attack, you know like oh, new Metallica, I know. and they they ended up not being there, you know, and not I mean, being there,
2: yeah, not quite as what we not quite what we had expected, you know, yeah. uh, at least not uh, you know not quite as good as we thought it was going to be. So I mean, as far as the the expectations on some of those, you know, I really liked the Gojira record, but. Yeah, it was not love on Savage, you know, it wasn't quite there. Yes. So, you know, yeah. yeah, I would say that. And that's a, probably the best way to put that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, let's wrap this thing up, dude. Can you believe this is going to be our final episode? Well, let's be clear.
3: So All you right. understand, Mr. Listener and Mrs. Listener, that uh, this is the last time that Chuck and I will be hosting the Metal Sucks podcast. We will not stop. We cannot be stopped. We will be doing uh, more podcasts uh, elsewhere. We're not sure exactly where, but we beg you to follow us on our socials, uh, Chuck and Godless.com uh, and keep an eye out. Uh, we'll have new, well, we, we've got new stuff that that's, you know just stuff that we've had hanging around we'll start putting that out uh in the next uh, week or two and we will have new episodes brand new starting in uh January um it, well, let me just put it this way like Chuck and I put our uh, put a lot of effort into every single episode that we do here and and always have and uh but you know sometimes a, a switch kind of get gets, gets flipped, right? And you got to really prove something. And I feel like, and I hope I can speak for both of us that um that, that switch has now been flipped. We've got to prove something to you that we can continue to make really awesome metal-based content every single week like we always have, but better and better. I can't wait to, uh, to see what we're able to come up with starting uh, in the first Monday in January or second Monday in January. Be, just keep your eyes peeled. We'll have it out to you.
2: I don't. Know. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just. I'm. I'm just tired. That's all. I'm just fucking. I need. I need some goddamn rest. That's all I need, man. <laughs> Shit. Whatever. So. But, but also keep in mind that the Metal Sucks podcast will continue. They're going to give you, know, definitely, well. it's def, right. definitely going to continue with the Metal Sucks podcast. So, you know, we're us leaving and moving on. has nothing to do with whether or not this podcast will continue with Metal Sucks. And those guys have been great to us. Thank you for for everything that Vince and Axel does. Thanks for Vin, thanks to Vince for coming on this episode uh, to even talk about it because, you know, giving us the opportunity when we were just a couple of schmucks uh, sitting around in Austin talking shit about metal. You know, to be able to get a platform like Metal Sucks and talk to you guys on a weekly basis for the past three plus years has been really kick ass. And, you know, we've met a lot of cool people because of it. We got to do a lot of cool things because of it uh, and talk to some great, great guests and stuff because of it as well. So that's actually uh, been a pleasure and and definitely something that, you know, I will never forget. And I'm very proud of what we have uh, done on this uh, on this podcast and will continue to do uh in the future uh with uh with chuck dot com or whatever you know whatever the twenty seventeen iterance is of Uh, of what happened so but we appreciate you guys coming along for the ride and everybody who's been here since the beginning and all those people who decided to find it at some point and catch up uh it's been uh it's been quite quite the ride to say the least man but i gotta say thank you to of course axel and vince and rhombus and anzo and sarge and all the people from metal sucks like everybody who's been on the show uh has been fabulous obviously all the people in the background you've seen the list that they've been doing of the top 25 most important people in metal I work with a lot of those people on a regular basis to get guests on and talk to those people, and they are very important. So to I can't name everybody by name because there's so many. But thank you for, to all those people that work behind the scenes to make any of this stuff happen, publicists, record label people, you guys. You know, the the freaking, the gears that make all of this shit in this metal world keep rolling. And thanks to all those guests and, and people that we've had on uh, in the past, whether it's Schleibaum talking about politics with us, Dot Coyle being... Doc Coil because he's awesome. E. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all for criti- criticizing and helping us out and helping helping all those uh, unsigned bands out there and Stavros of course with the amazing stories uh, over the years and all that stuff. So thanks to them and thanks to Jabberjaw Media and Mike Maury who's. You know, saw something in uh, what we are doing as a podcast that was a little different than some of the other stuff that was out there, and given us a chance to be on their network as well. So, a lot of good thank yous uh, to go out out all around, and it is uh, you know a little bit of a sad thing, but I'm not going to cry because I'm I'm stronger <laughs> than that. I, I, yeah, don't listen to that Bellocore record anytime soon. Yeah, <laughs> it's me and Alcest. I'm going to go and uh, and weep, yeah, weep right. in the corner by myself. <laughs> I, I I feel so sad, but no, it's been a good run. It really has, and it's time for a change of uh, some kind. And sometimes, you know, that's just what you got to do. You got to you got to you got to get some change to shake things up a little bit, and and uh, you know, shake the tree, get the cobwebs off. You know, what I'm saying. So that's uh that's pretty much what we're going to be doing. So hopefully you'll come okay. along for the ride uh, at some point with us. And uh, you'll always be able to find us. Uh, I'm on Twitter, at Bearded Ape. I'm
3: at Godless Speaks, and Godless Speaks on Facebook and Spotify.
2: And Instagram, at Chuck and Godless. And like we said, ChuckandGodless.com. Yes. We'll be uh, posting some stuff up there over the next uh, couple of months as we kind of move into something new here. So, yeah, keep up with us, and uh, and we'll, we'll definitely talk soon. I guarantee it. Until then, I'm Chuck. I'm Godless. And this is another episode of the Metal Sucks Podcast.